Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Jonathan Panetta. Jonathan Panetta is a Canadian artist that has a rock grunge feel. He has released a video for Inner Demons, a song all can relate to. Be sure to check it out. And here is my interview with Jonathan Panetta. <clears throat> Hello, my friend. How you doing, Jonathan? Hi, Robert. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. I appreciate it. Likewise. I wanted to talk about the recording process for Turn the Tables. All right, on. Ask away. Um, is this uh, recorded at home or is this done in a studio? Uh, all tracks for uh, the CP were done in studio. I wanted to ask on. Uh, yesterday was release of a video for Inner Dream Demons. How did that go for you? It was a really fun process. Uh, first um, video that I've done in about a year. Yeah, about a year. Um, it was a little difficult because um, having Sarah of Orin featured on the track um, in another country, I'm in Canada, them being in the States, uh, we had to find ways around that, but she had a videographer on her end. I had mine all communicated and turned out what it is today. And we're all really proud of it. We're all really excited for everyone else to see it. So, yeah. I wanted to ask if you could talk about the track. Um, as far as this uh, lyrics go, was this song personal in nature to you? Uh, yeah, at the start of it, it was very, um, self-directed. I want to say like I wrote from personal experiences, but, um, I've been making it a routine to also look at my work from a listener's point of view and see like, this is how I take it. Would they take it, um, the same way, um, outside of music, um, I'm a child and youth worker, so. I work a lot with um, those who struggle with mental health, so it's always been a passion of mine, even outside of music. So I figure I want this song to be a reminder and in some ways a coping mechanism to when people are having depressive episodes, suicidal ideation, uh, etc. cetera. And uh, yeah, it turned out, what it is today i feel both myself and sarah did a great job and i hope it'll live up to its intention it'll be that track for whoever needs it you know absolutely and uh speaking of sarah i wanted to ask you uh how'd you to get united and in, in the making of the song and video <laughs> that is the power of social media robert <laughs> honestly it's just a few years ago i think they were advertising um their album serotonin it literally just came up on my recommendation feed i checked it out i enjoyed it gave them a follow they followed back communication started there you never know what social media can throw your way <laughs> absolutely I wanted to ask, what lies next for you? What can fans look for next? Uh, well, Inner Demons is part of uh, 
ongoing EP, Turn the Tables. Uh, this is in addition to um, Get Loud and Make Use of Your Time with uh, Danny Horvitz from last year. There are still three additional tracks to be released uh, for this EP. It's going to be all throughout the summer, July, August, and September. Uh, I'm also doing a merch giveaway for this EP, so there's details all over my socials. Um, if people also are interested in that, you can just shoot me a DM. I'd be happy to break it down for you. There'll also be more music in the works beyond the EP, maybe some more collaborations in there as well. And yeah. I wanted to ask you as well, if you could speak on your musical journey and at what age did you begin your journey? I'm going to give two answers to that. I'd like to say my journey started like very young, like six years old, seven years old, something like that. Um, Cause I was witness to my older siblings playing guitar, playing piano, um, singing, kind of writing their own music in their early to late teenage years. So at a young age, my siblings were like my biggest influence. Um, but uh, in terms of me releasing music, that's been going on since 2018. Yeah, 2018. It's been, wow, <laughs> like five years mm -hmm. already. That's crazy. Um <clears throat> And I've been in a couple other projects here and there, but I always was writing stuff on my own that, you know, creative differences and whatnot, like they didn't become a thing for other projects. So I had a lot like just in, in the back of my mind ready to go. And it just kind of got to a point where it's like, well, if this is never going to come out in a band project. It's going to come out as a solo project i'm not going to just let these songs sit here forever and not <laughs> see the light of day and that's just been the most consistent thing for me for about that length, about the five years that i've been doing this and i plan on continuing to do that for the time being and along that journey um what do you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way Uh, I'd say the best advice that I've been given is to carve your own path. Um, and what I mean by that is that as a musician, you hear so many other people like talk about their journey or like the higher ups, like the big record labels and whatnot say like, you need to get signed. You have to have like a high budget. You have to do everything where I feel we're kind of getting, out of the age where like being signed to a record label isn't necessarily like the go-to anymore. People can tell you that you have to do this. You have to do that. Sometimes things just happen. And I think as long as you're focusing on what you want, improving yourself, leveling up as they like to say. Um, and just, if you feel you're on the right path, you're doing everything to the best of your abilities, just continue to do that take advice when needed obviously but only apply what you feel is suitable for you yeah i agree as well and especially with technology today the uh the record industry for a lot of bands and artists is not a viable option because 
a lot of labels want you to sign away your own music. And um, to take away something that is so as personal and created by an artist is to me robbery. Mm-hmm. I-, I would agree. I actually have a question uh, for you, Robert. Um, I mentioned earlier I want Inner Demons like to be one of those tracks where if people are feeling anxious, having a depressive episode, that they can take a moment, listen to this track amongst any other tracks that they they like and be able to stop you know some of these thoughts in their track and be able to get back to a good mental state. Um, what are some songs that have been there for you over the years that, I don't know, you just have a bad day at work or something that just to sit down, de-stress and just listen to some good tunes? Well, I'll tell you. Um, and I've uh, talked about this band many times in, in my uh, interviews. Um, there's a band called Heaven's Edge that released an album in the 90s, uh, early 90s. And uh, the, the intro, that album from top to bottom has been one of the best soundtracks for me to go to when I'm having a bad day. When I want to feel good and have a good time, that's the one I put on. And uh, I invite you to listen to it as well. I think you'll hear some amazing uh, talent. And um, the band just happened to come at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, they just came out when Beatty's, uh, uh, glam era was at an end and, um, people were listening to Creed, Nirvana, Godsmack and the like. And, uh, so that music wasn't a good fit for the time, but, uh, a masterful album top to bottom. Uh, Heaven's Edge was the band name you said? Yes. What's the album name? I believe it's called Play Dirty, but maybe just called Heaven's Edge. But uh, I'll send you a link. Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely check them out. And as a matter of fact, they just released a new album this year after many, many years. And it's in the top 10 uh, metal albums at this moment as we speak. Wow, that's incredible. Good for them. Uh, and speaking of artists, I wanted to ask you, um, you said your siblings were involved in your uh, interest in music. What are some uh, bands that were inspirational to you? Uh, it started with the classics, like the 60s and 70s. Um, you know, your, your Beatles, your Doors. Uh, getting more to the 70s, uh, Black Sabbath. I'd be listening to, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's still called this name anymore, but uh, Q107 Classic Rock. Always used yeah. to listen to that radio station. Then I'd be getting influence from my siblings. Um, this would be going back to like 2000 and let's say 2009, something like that. Uh, the 2000s rock scene. Uh, Billy Talon, uh, Three Days Grace, Lincoln Park, uh, sounds that were very different from, you know, the decades back in the '60s, but still sure. both of them spoke to me incredibly. So, 
I like to feel I have a bit of a balance of both, or I, I try to have a balance of both in my original music. I guess what what's what is great about your music is it is has an original sound and uh when i listen to your music i know it's you and that's vital for any artist i think a lot of artists have tried to mix up their style and that's fine but at the end of the day when michael jackson flipped from a to a different type style like maybe Wayne went went to dangerous it still was michael jackson and he knew it Mm-hmm. And I think that's key. Um, just the, the same difference that when you listen to, uh, like, your uh, Jimmy Page play, you know it's him. And I think uh, developing that originality is very important, and I think you you've accomplished that. Well, thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. I, I, I like to think so. I'll still, you know, from fans and I'll I'll get like the odd, like, oh, this reminds me of a, I don't know, just to throw it in with their like This reminds me like some old Weezer stuff or I can see a 2000s, like, Three Days Grace influence here and they're like, I don't take that insultingly. Like, they're my influences, sure. obviously. Sure. I'll, I'll love the comparisons, but yeah, I do try to be as original as possible so thank you i appreciate that and i wanted to ask you as well when you're not working at your job and doing music do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your free time um music honestly <laughs> consumes most of what i do i'm a cyc by day a musician by night um <laughs> i guess a hobby I do would be watching wrestling. That's always been a big thing between me and uh, my brother mostly. Um, And depending on the person, um, sometimes my music can be integrated into wrestling as well. Um, My one song, Get Loud, I made it uh, with video editing and whatnot to to the intro of... uh, an old video of Monday Night Raw, and it kind of lined up nicely. It's a little humorous, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. wrestling is definitely a hobby. Um, I game every now and then, and uh, the song that came out before uh, Inner Demons, Make Use of Your Time with um, Danny Horvitz, was heavily influenced from a video game called Life is Strange. So I try to do hobbies outside of music, you know, just to have, you know, <laughs> some break in my life but uh i also take it as opportunity to get influence because he asked me music musical influence can come from just about anywhere absolutely and uh speaking of wrestling um i'll tell you my favorite wrestler and i want to hear yours as well mine was the rock i would watch wrestling just to listen to him do his promos <laughs> that's what he was known for Yes. <laughs> who who is your favorite wrestler of all time? My favorite wrestler of all time would have to be the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And 
I say that because he, I can watch like anything from his early stuff, like 87, 88 to 90s to the 2000s. Like, I can't find one bad match or one match that's not entertaining of his work. But teach their own. I'd say the same thing could probably be applied to The Rock as well. Yeah, it's. I think it's amazing that, uh, you know, I kind of, I understand it now, but watching them promos back then, I didn't realize, I knew there was a lot of talent involved as far as acting, but I had no idea that it would launch the career that he has had. <laughs> you, you could say that, honestly, Dwayne Johnson in 2023 is probably bigger than the WWE itself. Sure. And now his whole family's in it. Yeah. yeah. And I also wanted to ask you, um, we t- talked a little bit about merchandising. What is the best way to get merchandising and uh, physical copies from you? Well, from now up until the end of the summer, end of September, um, uh, if you take part in the giveaway, like I'll be giving out t-shirts for free. Um, There's two things you could really do for that. You can pre-save the remaining tracks that haven't come out yet. Screenshot that. Send me proof wherever. Instagram, Twitter, email, whatever's your best method. Um, Another way to enter the giveaway is also to just post a video with any of the songs in it. If you're a video editor or I don't know, want to do some stuff on TikTok, go ahead. Or it can just be as simple as a video of you listening to a song in a car or playing it for your dog. I don't know, maybe your dog likes rock music. <laughs> right. Anything of that, pre-save, make a video, do both, either or. Uh, as long as there's like a way for me to either see that you pre-saved it or if you post a video... You tag me in it so I get a notification and able to see it. Um, come September, though, once the giveaway is wrapped up, you still can purchase a shirt if you'd like to at merch.jonathanpaneta.com. And yeah. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? As a deep question, my friend. <laughs> um, if I could give any message, and I don't want to direct this like exactly as like the music I make, but more so the message behind a lot of the songs um, that I write is live your life to the fullest, but at the same time, be mindful of everyone around you, whether you're a friend, family member, even someone you don't necessarily like, try to help make the world the better place in big ways or in small ways. Cause the world needs more people like that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me and delivering 
amazing piece of work. I was looking very forward to speaking with you and talking about it and to hear the influence behind this music. Well, thank you for having me, Robert. I very much appreciate it. Um, there's a couple of musicians I know out there as well. If you ever um, want to get you know, more guys or gals on here, uh, I'll spread the word. It's, you're a great host. Thanks for having me. And keep doing well, what you, you do. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And you're more than welcome to send anyone my way. Awesome, Robert. You have a great day. All right. You too as well. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.